On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the Performance Anxiety Podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, AKG, for sending us their Podcaster Essentials Kit. The Lira mic and really comfortable headphones included are the best way to get into podcasting on your own. And this is a very loose episode of Side Projects. After talking with my panel, which consists of Jimmy Necco from ours, Chef Selena Teo of the Belfry in Kansas City and several Food Network competitions, and Astrid Young, Astrid suggested we talk about the three stages of drinking. It sounded like a fun challenge. So we defined each stage for ourselves, chose a drink and a song, and attempted to explain them while drinking. It gets a little loose and a lot of fun. Check everyone out on the socials, follow us at Performance ANX, give us a review, or sober us up with some coffee at ko-fi.com slash performance anxiety. Merch is at performanceanx.threadless.com. Sorry, no shot glasses or beer mugs yet. So grab your own beverage and enjoy the three stages of drinking on Performance Anxiety on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm almost prepared here. I'm going to move all these damn shot glasses. How the hell I got a leaf in my drink? The way I would like to do this is we'll just kind of do it as a little round table. One, we'll do round one. Everybody gives their song round two and round three. And you can tell me what either what you're drinking for this round or what you would be drinking in this case if you if you don't have a variety of stuff that, at the ready. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Jimmy Necco of ours, Chef Selena Teo from the Belfry and Food Network various competitions, and Astrid Young. We're doing this as kind of a special episode about the stages of drinking, <laughs> because... You know, why, why not? I mean, it's not? the hell it's summer. Jimmy's got to go on tour soon. So we won't be able to do it. I think after, I think today's the last day you can, you, you're giving yourself to have a drink. Yep. <laughs> cut off. So, so we're going to take, take you out with a bang here. So, so we're doing I'm, it in three stages. I'm, I'm going to be tasting like, uh, well, I'm, I'm judging a wine competition this week and we start tomorrow morning at nine 30 and there's 1300 wines in the competition. And, <laughs> Honestly, um, usually my threshold is about 40 or 50. And I know that sounds ridiculous to most people, but uh, yeah. So anyway, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting you primed. Yeah. And I'm doing a bourbon tasting tomorrow with six. Uh, so. Oh, Perfect. yeah. So I'm just going to work. So I just got my day job and I'm not allowed to drink at that. So that is not. I know. I'm so Jealousy, you guys. So, all right. So, I also have to uh, cleanse my palate, kind of, I guess, or just to be drinking throughout the whole episode, a 
Glasgow Smile from Nightmare Brewing. It's a nice gosa. It's, I don't even know what the flavor is. It's been a while since I've had this. It's a, oh God, the, the label's black with red f- font. I can't hardly read this. It's blueberry, raspberry, and some other, bilberry. I don't know oh. what a bilberry is, but. Nice packaging. Yeah, it's uh, very weird. It's the Glasgow Smile, so it's, somebody's getting their neck sliced. Very goth. Yes. Uh, nightmare brewing, I believe. Again, yeah. the, the, it, everything's still dark. It's hard to read. <laughs> and, and I'm 48. I forget it. I can't. I'm not going to try to read shit in the dark anyway. So before you get started, cheers, everybody. Thank cheers. you guys. Cheers. Thank you all for joining me. <laughs> we are going to do this. And at this point, I don't even know if I've mentioned this to the podcast crowd yet or not, but we're going to be doing this in a set of three rounds. Astrid's inspiration, round one, I'm calling it uh, getting the scene set. So you just started for the night and you, you just met up with your buddies. You just started getting your drink on. Astrid, since this was your idea, you kind of started this whole thing with the uh, the three rounds. Let's start with you. What in the, in the first round? What are you drinking? Well, usually, uh, you know, I go for a nice hundred percent reposado uh, or a hundred percent agave tequila. I usually drink reposado. Uh, today, it's a it's a bianco, uh, silver, plata, whatever you want to call it. Uh, or a margarita or something like that, but I decided to keep it simple today because I was in a little bit of a rush to get to the table here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what song? Hey, tequila is the thing. Tequila. Okay, so tequila is your yeah. first round for the night. All right. So, what song is is going to go with your tequila? Well, you know, every time uh, you know, after I t- have a drink, uh, first couple of drinks or something like that. I always want to listen to, I don't know why this is, but I want to listen to King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is in me that makes me go there. I mean, I think at one time in my life it was ACDC or Black Sabbath or even Judas Priest, but uh, King Gizzard just makes me happy. And it actually uh, makes me want to drink more. So that's actually is, is a good enough reason to get me going. That's, you already, you answered my next question. What was, it's, you know, that's because that'll be the question for everybody. What's the uh, reason behind the drink? So, yeah, it, uh, behind the drink uh, or behind the, uh, the, the music. Sorry. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Well, I'm staring at my I, drinks already. So I just feel it. No, I mean, I, it, it's like, I, I don't know. There's something about, especially that song Rattlesnake. It just makes me want to jump up and down. So, all right, Chef, yes. where, where are you at in round one, getting the scene set? Uh, so the first one is kind of like just chill. I'm picturing just like, you know, sitting on a leather couch with friends, hanging out. It's going to be a cocktail for me. And I'm, I'm doing a You Look Like Rain morphine. 
just a good way to to get going to me i would be probably drinking i don't know to me that feels like a, a boulevardier or an old pal that kind of cocktail because you know it's going to be a whiskey cocktail with me yes of course the renowned belfry bar the and lounge it's, i have got to get there one of these days because I, i'm so blown away by what you do there it's just amazing oh it's fun it's a fun time you should definitely make a trip i will i'm all right so that's a promise i will be there I'm going to too. It sounds amazing. As soon as I get out of this godforsaken country. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jimmy, let's head to you. Where are you going for round one? This is kind of tough because for a long time in my life, I actually, I didn't drink. And um, so I kind of came back to when I stopped drinking a bunch of years ago songs that i really liked to um to just kind of lay down to and listen to drink like drinking for me my my um last 10 years of drinking a lot it was spent mostly in dance clubs um so those songs would have been strange to pick so i, I went this direction with them because they would have just been fun songs you know um bg stuff and uh abba and stuff like that but um so yeah my first song is um that I picked, uh, it's, it's a little, um, yeah, it's a, it's a little, um, maybe too sexy or something, but, <laughs> uh, but, but Marvin for me is kind of the top. So I like to, my, my drink, uh, these days is tequila as well. For the longest time it was, um, it was whiskey. And, um, but what I really like to, you know, um, for the Marvin stuff is kind of a, a strong double shot of um whiskey or bourbon right out of the gate um oh yeah and then kind of ride it out from there with you know like a little beer after or or wine after but i like to kind of hit it hard out of the gate <laughs> like that so it's usually marvin's a good one because that that groove kind of going and by the time the the double shot hits my stomach <laughs> <laughs> kind of in the zone with it so yeah that's that's my first song marvin gay uh, i want Arms you. the way forward too you know it's like you just don't know what you're gonna feel like so yeah way to ease into it <laughs> so but today i'm gonna i'm gonna start um actually with tequila wow um man i, I would have loved to to actually hit it with um whiskey today but i didn't i didn't have any here um we drank it a few days ago oh. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i have some tequila just plain old chilled don julio so okay I, I like all different kinds of tequila and I, I love um spicy margaritas oh. if i'm gonna have a drink it's like it's a spicy margarita and if i have whiskey it's usually just straight no ice or anything just straight right so, right that's i like that 
What kind of whiskey? Just curious. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not that eclectic with it or um, sophisticated. It's usually for me uh, bakers or makers or um, Knob Creek. Right, right. I like Knob. Yeah. So that's I, I'm wide open to to hearing about other ones. You know, somebody turned me on to Bakers when I asked for Makers, and I was upset that I got it, and then I was really happy that I got it. <laughs> well, for my getting out of the gate, I actually have. I'm starting off with a whiskey. I'm starting off with Buffalo Trace. Nice. I love Buffalo Trace, and I picked a song. It's actually it's a hidden track on this album, and it's the it's this guy named Edwin, and he was the lead singer for I Mother Earth. Oh, and cool. Astrid, you probably know them, right? So I loved I Mother Earth, and uh, Edwin I think got fired, and because uh, he wasn't the one writing any of the songs anyway, so he got fired, and he started putting out these solo albums. And another drink, he, he kind of went a little poppier. I Mother Earth is definitely more on the alternative side of things, but his solo albums went a little more radio friend, a little poppier. And another drink is actually a very funny song. It's very, it almost sounds like a joke, but it's the whole song is like a minute and a half long. And it's just this progression of him meeting somebody at a bar and they're just drinking and it's, but it's a quick progression. It's a fun song, quick song, light, very light song. Cause that's how my drinking starts off. Very fun, light and buffalo juice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it quickly goes south. You're in love with me. I'm in love with you. As you look into my eyes. the opposite you get like what a minute and a half song and mine's like seven minutes long or i something. know we kind of balance each other out then all right so if you guys have a drink eh. salute salute well you definitely have to come to the belfry because i have a single barrel of buffalo trace oh wow for you jimmy i have about 150 bourbons 70 rye, wow american whiskeys and a whole bunch of scotch too well, we definitely have to come through that. You got to uh, kind of learn us on it. So. We have round two. So round two, I called after a few. So this is where the night usually gets pretty interesting. You got a pretty good buzz on, maybe even a little more than a little buzz. And this is when my drinking tends to get a little more interesting. So let's, let's, let's go in reverse here. Let's start off with Jimmy. And we'll, we'll do this like a snake draft for you, like your fantasy team. We'll go with Jimmy this time. Okay. What, so what are you drinking and what's the song that you match to it? So the, the second song for me, uh, again, is probably, it's probably whiskey. I would be drinking for, for this, for this ride. This <laughs> song, mostly whiskey. Um, and I, and it was tough to pick because on this ride, I, w I would, There'd be a few things that I would listen to in all honesty. One being uh, like a Harvest Moon record. So 
I, I didn't want to be too um, too weird about it, so I, <laughs> I went the route of. Um, That's okay. Um, I sang on it. I know to the space station. It's cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, when I'm in that kind of really um, romantic place again with whiskey and just being kind of in his own, you know. Neil, um, Willie, I like to listen to a lot. So I picked Lookenbach, Texas by Waylon. Maybe it's time we got back to the basics of love. Let's go to Lookenbach, Texas, with Waylon and Willie and the boys. This successful life we're living got us feuding like the Hatfields and McCoy. Excellent. It just it just makes me want to drink more for some reason. It really. I was thinking about songs that make me feel um, like honestly for me that make me want to drink because I'm not like like a party kind of drinker like that. But it, that song for me, the more I think about it, it's like yeah, it really makes me just want to pour another one and another one. So that's my song. That's I like. Song. All right, I like it. I like it. All right, Selena. What's what's your whiskey and, or whiskey? What's your drink and song of choice? I'm automatically assuming it's whiskey. Well, well it is, of course. Um, so the song was Bowie's Panic in Detroit. time favorite albums aladdin sane yeah. um, one of my first vinyl i have no idea where it is now but i actually had an original pressing of that oh wow i wish i could find it but oh man other time and well just because it's close enough i'll i'll do be drinking a traverse city rye with that Ooh, i do love rye yeah ace all right so where are you at at this point in the night? What's what's going on? So we know Jimmy's still kind of feeling romantic. Where are you in the night? <laughs> I'm probably just a, a couple in, uh, feeling good. I'm definitely a, a happy drinker. Good. <laughs> so, so that kind of that song would just kind of get me hyped up and keep the keep the night going. Excellent. All right, Astrid, what are your choices? Well, usually, you know, after the night's worn on a little bit, it I find it starts to get a little bit more interesting. And there is, a, you know, depending on the company that I'm having, I usually start opening wine and uh, which can be good and can be bad because, you know, I, I, I have a lot of nice wine in my collection and I'm kind of partial to certain Pinot Noirs and burgundies and whatnot and so i'll start drinking that and then you know all my friends drink up all my wine and then we'll have to start drinking the really cheap stuff after a while <laughs> it starts with something you know like um 
Cause I, I like to, you know, when I have people over that appreciate wine, I like to show off stuff that I, that I have that I really like. So I'll pull out, uh, you know, something from my collection, my <laughs> extensive collection of Belle Gloss Pinot Noir and, uh, and we'll start there. And unfortunately it's usually, that's the beginning of the downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs> especially after you've had some tequila but like i said i get really enthusiastic you know so but at that point you know it's you know you're probably a little bit more than tipsy and uh you know having a good conversation with friends and stuff like that and and i find that the music uh tends to lend itself to that feeling which is why i kind of went in the direction of like um I, I couldn't really decide. It was actually between three songs. It was between um, Sweet Misery Blues by the Violet Femmes. I went away, but next time I'm just gonna have to say Could I buy you a dress or something? Could I buy you some jewelry or something? Would you go out with me or something? Which uh, I think I, I, I went for, but the other two songs have a very similar feel to it: "Dead Flowers" by the Stones, or "Far Away Eyes" by the Stones. So, so you kind of get in the vibe. So you're just kind of like sinking down into that chair. And like, <laughs> uh, got a big glass of wine and probably some like red. Uh, stains on your face has been drinking a little bit too much but not my teeth because I haven't started drinking the Syrah and the Zinfandel yet because that comes last and uh, yeah that's about right where I am mid, mid evening oh see <laughs> when you said Dead Flowers by the Stones that, that uh, that's my f- favorite Stone song of all time I well, yeah, it, it's a great song to kind of sing when you're drunk too because it lends itself to that kind of like, uh, you know. My second drink is actually a tequila because this is when it gets serious for me and I pull out the tequila and I, right now I've just, the only one I have in the house is a uh, Luna Zul Blanco. That's a little one, but I kind of like it. So I don't know a whole lot about tequilas, but I know I like the uh, silver and the white and, you know, better than the gold. So that's basically what I know. And as long as as it says a hundred percent agave on it, you're, you're good. All right. Well, see, I learned something. Just pack in, uh, lay in a good uh, uh, supply of Tylenol and Advil. <laughs> <laughs> well, the song I picked, because this is the time when the, the booze is kicking in and I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, you, I, can, I can jump that fence. Hey, <laughs> yeah. no problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's to hold my beer phase, except it's tequila. And it's, <laughs> and it's like, hey, you got a football? I'll go long. Let's, let's just it's just 
the wild part of the night. So that's that's mine is is uh, definitely tequila at this point of the night. So nice. all right. So if you got it, let's drink it. up. Let's do it. I'm really impressed. Your all your glasses like match. I just bought them like over the weekend specifically for this. <laughs> they were like it was like <laughs> six for five bucks at Home Goods. Nice. So, I'm like, oh, I got that podcast coming up. This will work out perfectly. So let me. All right. So we're going to we'll go a little random here. So this is round three, which I call it's all over, but the crying. <laughs> so this is the end of the night. And I got to admit, this is actually going by a lot faster than I imagined. <laughs> oh, Jimmy's sneaking a drink. Jimmy, come on. You don't have to sneak it. <laughs> You can drink. I'm not recording the uh, video, just the audio. All right. <laughs> I was trying to sneak it in, man. You don't have to do that. All right. So it's all over, but the crying. So we're gonna. I want to. We're gonna end the snake draft, and I'm gonna start off with Chef. Round three, end of the night. What are you going with? Drink and song. So I'm, I'm even happier, right? Yes. <laughs> point of the night. And whenever I think of a drinking song, you obviously a whole bunch of people always think of Sweet Caroline. Yes. Um, so many more brilliant songs that Neil Diamond wrote other than that one. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but um, so I chose, uh, and for other obvious reasons, Kentucky Woman. Yes. Kentucky Woman, she shine with her own kind of light. Look at you once in a day that's all wrong, looks all right. And I love her. God knows I love her. Kentucky woman, she gets to know you. She got to own you. Kentucky woman. That's great. So. Uh, I'm kind of like Astrid that I like pulling out all the fancy things and, you know, sharing the, the good fortune of your collection with friends. So that's what it's and, about. Yeah. And also nostalgically, I've been drinking. This is my new statement because it just happened this year. I've been drinking Pappy 20 for as long as 23 has been in the barrel. Wow. So I would say I'd be drinking Pappy 20. Man. Oh, why not? You got to share the good stuff. with that's, friends. Oh, I definitely got to come and visit you soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors all right so uh so we got all right kentucky woman we got a whole lot of connections there for that one and i i love neil diamond he's one of those guys that my i grew up listening to him because my dad loved him and then he would play it all the time and when i hit my mega death phase i'm like neil diamond what they put <laughs> I've I've really grown to to love not just his, his performance but just his songwriting. Other people doing his songs, so I love that pick. Yep. Yeah, I almost picked now. That's great. That's great that you did. Awesome. All right, Astrid, where are you at this point in the night? So, like in our text, you said you know this is like four a.m. for you. Yeah. So. Uh, usually at this point, most people are either not speaking English anymore or. <laughs> Or they've somehow like filtered out of the uh, of the conversation or the general socialness uh, of the of the evening. So, left to my own devices, I don't know. It's kind of sad, you know, when you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of like, but it's funny, my guitar tech, we call him the chairman because he falls asleep in a chair all the time. And he can fall asleep with the, with the drink in his hand. He never spills the beer. He never falls out of the chair and he will sleep that way all night long. That's but, amazing. Uh, and then every once in a while he lifts his head up and he's like, uh, you know, but so it's usually me and the chairman at the end of the day. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that means whatever's left. Yeah. I'm not going to open something new for myself. So often it's like if the wine isn't doing it for me anymore, or if I'm like, it's like, okay, that wine I open for them, I'm not going to drink that. Uh, uh, I'll just go into the cabinet and see what I've got. And usually there's some nice port. Oh, nice. Where I end up going is this like just usually an LBV or sometimes I've, I've got some nice Sauterne and stuff like that. If I'm feeling particularly like, okay, I'm not going to finish it tonight, but I'll finish it tomorrow kind of thing. I might open a little bottle of Sauterne or something like that, but uh, yeah. And then listen to Leonard Cohen until I, until the sun comes up. Oh man. So (laughs) any particular song you like to do that too? Well, I think bird on a wire comes to mind really. Like a bird on the wire Like a drunk in a midnight choir I have tried in my way to be free And usually by that point, it's like there's nothing left to say after that. (laughs) Not after Leonard Cohen, there really isn't much to say. (laughs) All right. So, Jimmy, this time of night, where are you at drink wise and song wise? Yeah, again, so everything I picked was kind of for a pretty controlled night. Not too nuts. Um, <laughs> the rambunctious nights, I really do. Um, I'll drink a lot of tequila on the nights where I, I go out and I'm yeah. pretty wound up. It's, it's usually a lot of tequila. So, and then at that point, honestly, um, the, somehow like the music, I don't, I don't get affected by it as much once I'm drinking. So that's what I, I found with it. So that's why it was interesting for me to pick some drinking songs. So that's why I went this route of the ones that I really absorb. Because it slows me down a bit, the you know, like the whiskey and then the wine kind of slows me down a bit to really just listen a bit to the stuff. So okay. um, at this point for a pretty controlled mellow night, I would go to wine and I like um, I like Cabernets, California Cabs and um, Tempranillos. I, I found that I like a lot of the wine that's in the same zone there in California, like um, cake bread. Um, there's a whole area there in Napa that I found like I didn't know. And, and I, I was drawn to all these, all these ones. And, and, um, last year during COVID, I was driving up through there and I noticed one after another that they were all there. And it's like, Oh, that makes sense. That why I like all yeah. of that. So yeah. Um, kind of go to wine and, and start to just kind of lay down and look at the ceiling. So for that, I, I had to go with Katie Lang because that really brought me back to, her record Ingenue mm-hmm. first came out, and um, that was kind of when I stopped drinking 
many, many years ago. That was my last run with it. Like a lot of wine and just laying on the floor listening to Katie or, or a lot of Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I went with uh, Wash Me Clean from Katie Lang. Wash, wash me clean really familiar i'm not familiar with a whole lot of katie lang stuff so when you told me what the song was i had to go back and listen to it and man, that's a beautiful song i love that she's got such a silky voice yeah that, oh that's yeah. perfect yeah incredible so yeah. so thank you for introducing me to that song because that will be a new drinking end of the night drinking song for mellow nights out but for me if i've gotten oh god you know what the first that last uh, the tequila and I don't even know if I gave you my my song but it's Blind in Texas by Wasp the second one yeah yeah because te- <laughs> tequila tequila is, is that that's about where i get to i mean i mentioned the whole situation of climbing fences and all but i didn't even tell you the song so it's <laughs> blind in texas so round three at that point i probably have cut myself on a fence or run into a tree trying to catch a football or something like that so i'm i'm at i'm, I'm probably sitting at a bar because i'm doing all this in public by the way <laughs> but at that time, I'm, I'm not angry. I'm, I'm just happy. I, I don't care if I'm hurt and bleeding. I'm, just, I'm still just happy. And so I ended up, I want, always want something to sing along with. And it's going back to the time with my brother and, and being with a whole bunch of friends, drinking. It's Champagne Supernova by Oasis. Because that song comes on and everybody ends up singing it. If, if you, whether you like the song or you hate it, you end up singing it. If you're in this, that state that I'm in. point of the night i don't really pick alcohol by types by by whether it's a whiskey or a tequila or a brandy i pick by color because i can't really read at that point (laughs) and so it's usually like a liqueur or some kind of probably pretty awful thing to be honest with you and the only liqueur i had in the house was this green tea liqueur so i haven't had it 
in it's, it's probably been sitting around in the house for like 10 years now so this may be the last you guys hear of me <laughs> we'll see what happens after we do this round but i was hoping it was green chartreuse no no, no. that's what i assumed it was this is hey, look here is, I've, I've actually seen that before what do you do with that besides what you're doing right now uh you can add it to <laughs> i guess you can add it to i think they have a recipe for making it into like a, a like a syrup for ice cream and things and adding it to to other drinks it's green tea so it's kind of a weird taste for liqueur but that's sweet well what <laughs> yes they probably it's, just have like italian soda and just pour soda water right on top of it yeah Ooh, that's a, i didn't even think of that i'm just pounding it and that's not the way to do it <laughs> Hey, but it's green tea. It's got to be good for you, right? <laughs> it is. I've, that's why I bought it. Some like uh, wheatgrass juice or something. Oh, there you go. And you've got uh, I'll pull antioxidant out, buzz. There you go. I'll pull out my juicer and, you know, like I'll get some broccoli and some kale and then just throw in a good shot of green tea liqueur. It looks like absinthe, too. It does. You're right. It does. Yeah. Which I, I drink a lot of absinthe, too. <laughs> I don't think I've had absinthe. I don't think I was frightened of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So round three is in the books. I'm going to, I don't, I don't know. We're going to, all right. Wish me luck. Good luck. Uh, and the end of my tequila here. Oh, that wasn't that bad. That was actually went down pretty smooth. I didn't get the shivers or anything. <laughs> so, so that's good. So terrible liqueurs out there, honestly. Yeah. So you could have picked a worse one. <laughs> I, yeah. I've had worse ones. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I had this chai one once that was just atrocious. I don't, I, I think it was the same makers. So I, it was. This one's made by some company called Zen, and I don't even know if they exist anymore. I I I've never heard that before. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's it's like uh, it's sticking to my palate. <laughs> it's kind of like I just drank green tea glue. Oh, holy. Oh, I'm glad I have that beer. Handy. <laughs> All right. So one of the things I wanted to throw out to you guys, and you didn't know about this ahead of time, because I just thought of this. I had a couple alternates, and I know, Jimmy, you had an alternate for one of yours. Did you guys, this was a weird thing. It's hard to pick three songs to, to quantify drinking. And I had three that I thought I would put in at some point but they just barely got edged out by the ones I shot. I, I picked. I mentioned Sweet Home Alabama just because of growing, you know, spending time with my brother and that being played a lot while, while I was drinking. The other two, basically, I, I picked Champagne Supernova for the way I want the night to end. It doesn't always end that way. But if I'm if I'm drinking and I'm just with my wife, the way the the night ends, I love Lucky Man by The Verve. How many times do I have to learn All the love I have is in my mind But I'm a lucky man With fire in my hands Happiness, something in my own place I'm steady naked, smiling she loves that song. We love it. It's, it's just a very beautiful song. It's a great way to end the night if I'm just hanging out with my wife and having a couple drinks. Uh, 
if it doesn't end so well, I chose Four in the Morning by Farron Young. The longer I hold on and the longer this goes on, the harder that it's gonna be. But it's four in the morning and once more the dawn and just woke up the warning in me. I never deserved her, God knows when I hurt her. That's the last thing that I want to do. If you're not familiar with that song, check that out because that's that's when the night doesn't end as happily as Lucky Man by the Verf. Like if I if I do something because if we get into a fight, it's inevitably my fault because I drink a lot more than she does. So four in the morning by Farron Young is the way that night would go. But I tend to hope it's Champagne Supernova. Lucky man, sweet home, Alabama. Do you guys have any alternates? I know, uh, Astrid, you had a, you know, you, you picked a couple and, and Jimmy, you had one. Did you, is there anything else that you want to throw out a, a, a track that you love or a song that just personifies drinking to you? Hmm. I know I'm yeah. throwing this out at your last minute. So. Night, I do like um, singing along the midnight train to Georgia. Oh, uh. he's that you can dance thing with it yeah i mean you have to do it all yeah. so that's definitely the end of the night kind of song <laughs> excellent all right jimmy or Ashley, you guys got something else you want to any, anything else you want to talk for any other of the rounds any any other of the stages i used to get in trouble for listening to do you know black sabbath at four in the morning so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I still have the urge to do that every once in a while, but uh, yeah. You and the chairman. Mm. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. What about you? I know you mentioned dance music at one point. Is there is there any uh, dance thing that would at any stage of the night that you would throw in? You mentioned like ABBA or yeah. That's so that's so difficult to to pick because that's a whole run of stuff from. Um, you know, George Michael, Monkey to Prince, I Want to Be Your Lover. Um. about Olivia Newton-John. I love Olivia. Um, oh, nice. Uh, a lot of the Bee Gees stuff, like we said, anything else that the Bee Gees did with anyone else is great as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's endless. Spinners, like, working my way back to you. Um, it just, when I'm when we're going like that and it's more of like an up thing than just a lot of, like, soul. Um, and that's just fun stuff. It doesn't have to be... Soul funk disco, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be too, um, you know, critically acclaimed stuff. It's just 
right down to just like fun stuff. Don, a lot of Donna Summer. Um, oh yeah, that whole that whole run, that ride. A lot of it's a lot of great Madonna's, a lot of great um, Beyonce. We listen to Rihanna. Um, so yeah, that's been more of the the for me the last ten years of just trying to get back to a place of enjoying life a bit more and and bring back the like the roller skating days of growing up. After yeah. years of being so so serious, I I just like I've been trying to kind of turn it around and and you know kind of go that vibe. But you know when we're just sitting and, and chill, there's there's so many songs to it's impossible to get into them. Like I said, so much of the Neil Young stuff and so much like like Lennon yeah. and like so much. It's, it's it's impossible to really do. But I I tried to pick three that I knew that I had physical like uh, memories of just like a, of a feeling that is like, if I think about that, I could physically feel that space. So it's tough to pick just three, but chef, is there anything, are there any other tracks that you wanted to throw out there to, that you loved for? I was going to do anything Bill Withers. Oh, Oh yeah. I, was, I mean, that, first one's lovely day, of course. That, I didn't even think of that. That's awesome. So, all right. I have an, uh, one more question before we wrap all this up. When I'm, drinking i tend to take over the stereo and turn the th everything up really loud especially if it's sweet home alabama and alabama has won i it just i annoy my neighbors because one's a tennessee fan so so that's a big rivalry so i always crank up sweet home alabama and just just to piss them off but i tend to be the one that that, <laughs> that ends up taking over the stereo and, and, and cranking. Are, do you guys do that at all? Or are you, are you guys uh, more of a, just to kind of chill out and, and whatever's on, whatever pops up, pops up. I actually did that last, last weekend. I was, uh, I met up with some, some girlfriends of mine. It was one of their birthdays and they have a tendency to listen to the same shit. <laughs> God bless them. But you know, it's just this classic rock from like morning till night. And then, you know, at some point, you know, they're hammered enough. That I can like take over the Bluetooth and say, you guys ever listen to anything new? <laughs> and then I'll play them stuff that they've never heard before, you know, and, and, and try to change their mind about things. <laughs> save, it, save it to their playlist on Spotify. Yeah. Really totally reprogram it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a whole different algorithm going on for their, uh, for their playlist. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be great. It's like one thing, I, one thing I'm, I'm trying to do now is like, I have free Spotify. So what I try to do is, is, is make whatever playlist I can with, with some of my favorite artists who maybe aren't the most well-known and just play that when I'm going to sleep so that they get more plays and they can earn, you know, more fractions uh -huh. of a cent. Well, so thoughtful. It's thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> I do I I know it's not much, but it's it's I'm still pretty poor, so that's what I can do. <laughs> Spend all my money on Buffalo Trace. So ask if you were gonna do a follow up to this and you were gonna do smoking songs. <laughs> we can do that. I I mean I don't I, I don't know what the songs picked. I was like, mm, that's more of a smoking song. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> We they were kind of going hand in hand for me. Some of the ones that I picked were just like, I, I can't think about just drinking to those songs as well because I feel like I'm only smoking to them as well. We can definitely do that. If you guys are up for it, uh, Jimmy, I don't know if you've got a moratorium on smoking for your tour, but we may have to do that when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm done. <laughs> and then I can then maybe I can have like um, different kinds of cigarettes here and some of that pappy stuff because my my buddy always has it and um, he always asks me if I want any. I just kept saying no, no because I've been on tequila lately, so I got to try some. <laughs> ah. Oh yeah, and if you guys pass through KC. Definitely go to the Belfry. When I go to, to KC, I'm definitely stopping in because I like to actually meet my guests. <laughs> I, this is the third time, Chef, you've been on and second time for Jimmy and Astrid. So I, you know, it's, it's nice to actually meet you guys in person once in a while. Yes. Yeah, that would be great. So. That would be, and I'm a big foodie and I love, you know, all things uh, food and drink. So uh, hopefully I can get out of here. My whiskey collection if you share your wine collection. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's funny because we're, we're, it's a liquor monopoly up here. So it's a little bit, you know, we don't have the kind of selection that you can get in the United States, but you know, then again, I think maybe we get some stuff that you don't get. I just miss being in California when we're, you know, there's a lot more available at, you know, a reasonable price. Like for instance, uh, you know, stuff that you'd pay like seven bucks for at Trader Joe's is like 25 bucks here, you know? That's that's a no good. And I and because I know what it's worth, I won't buy it. Like once you get into buying some of the more expensive stuff with the exchange rate, it kind of balances out a little bit. But uh, yeah, the lower stuff, the lower price stuff. I I just miss being in California. I mean, I lived in Napa Valley for a while and and having uh, having those kind of neighbors is is pretty cool. Because you get to try a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Well, We've got a really good wine area in Virginia here. So if you get to Virginia, yeah, let me I know. heard. I've had some Virginian wine before, not lately. But, uh... I, I I'm going to throw one out right now because it's my my friend. Uh, I grew up with this kid, and when I moved away, we kind of lost touch. But I, I moved back to Virginia, and I re- found out that his family started a, a vineyard. So Viramar Vineyards. Okay. And they're, they've got this rooster, they call it a rooster red, and it's a nice peppery red. It's just, I love their rooster red. Viramar? Viramar, yeah. V-E-R-A-M-A-R. Okay. Viramar. It's so, it, it's really, they've apparently won a lot of awards for it. He went to UC Davis for, uh, to, to be a vintner, so he, you know, he actually studied it, so. Got some cred. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, all right. So before we wrap up, Jimmy, what have you got going on? I know you're going on tour. When does that start? And uh, how can people follow what you're doing and where you're going to be? The tour starts in Atlanta, Georgia on August 7th. And we'll be, it's just a short run to, we just put a, a new record out that I've been working on for about a decade. So um, it's a short run just to see what it's like out there with COVID and everything to see if people are comfortable. Yeah. Um, some small places to start up, but we will get all the way uh, across the country to Canada, up to Seattle and back down. We won't get into Canada yet. We normally do, but just not on this run, maybe in the fall. So, but you can get all the tour dates at hours.net. Excellent. All right. Uh, Astrid, what do you have going on? What are you working on right now? Hey, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> Well, I've got a couple of things going on. I, I made a record for Warner Brothers in the early 90s that never got released, and I'm kind of reviving uh, some of that repertoire. And I'm working with 
basically it was me playing piano with the string quartet and various other instruments and stuff like that. And it was really, really good stuff. Anyway, it never really saw the light of day. So I just kind of uh, dusted it off and was working it up with uh, working up the instruments with a string player last year, uh, just before COVID hit. And uh, so now that everything is uh, lifted, I think we're going to start working on that again. And I'm not going to re-record it, but we are going to do like a live performance and film it. Uh, so it'll be myself uh, playing piano, string quartet, bass player, drummer, a couple background singers, sax player, and see how many people we can get on stage. That's, so where can people find out about, about that? Is it a website or social media? Yeah, definitely. And don't look at my website right now because... <laughs> shite but um <laughs> i haven't updated it in a while so i i'm working on uh, switching that over but uh it, i i will let you know and uh once we get that going that'll probably be later in the fall i would imagine and uh just got a bit sides and sides that i'm working on in the meantime and and uh yeah practicing shedding wood shedding there you go <laughs> yeah. chef what's going on with the belfry what have you got in the works um, I'm working on opening, expanding it, and it's going to be an upscale pool hall. Oh, five regulation tables for which the Belfry will be the bar, full menu, of course, uh, available over there too. And then another project that I'll probably wait to discuss a little bit longer. Okay. Um, we'll have plenty more to talk about another time for a- sure. Another podcast. Yeah. And then, and usually I'm just, I'm most active, I guess, on Twitter and Instagram. Netio at the Belfry Lounge. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. I didn't get nearly as drunk as I thought I would, but I'm 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 actually feeling. I'm kind of I'm not quite in the uh, blind in Texas part yet. I'm I'm more still in the Edwin another drink face. So there's still time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean. I can. It's only what? Not even six o'clock here. I got time. <laughs> all right thank you so much this has been a lot of fun hey awesome i am definitely a little buzzed because i can't stop talking <laughs> really great talking to you all and i want to come by the by the restaurant when we come through we definitely will do that I, i'm not just saying we definitely will so um awesome. and good luck with that 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 show astra doing that I, I think that'll be a really good thing for you it's probably been fun. like yeah tough sitting on those songs knowing that they should have gotten some attention and some love so i'm sure it'll be a good thing for you so is that luck. the the mind flower stuff that you that you had out brain flower brain flower brain flower yeah well wait i've had a few shots and some beer so good old warner yeah. good old <laughs> <laughs> well that's it should be <laughs> yeah Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Sounds good.
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.